0: Hi, I'm Dina,
1: and I'm Minoshi, and And this this is is Formalized Formalized Curiosity. Curiosity. Hold up, hold up, hold up! I think you've got to tell the people what's Formalized Curiosity.
0: Well, the phrase Formalized Curiosity was coined by the amazing American author, anthropologist, and filmmaker Zora Neale Hurston. Back in 1942, she famously said, "Research is formalized curiosity." It is poking and prodding with a purpose. So formalized curiosity is just a way of learning through research.
1: For us, research holds a special place in our hearts. Uh, Dina and I actually met in a research lab at the Technion in Israel back in 2017. Back in the day, we used to sit back to back in a biology lab, coding away to the hum of laboratory equipment like shakers and centrifuges and all that kind of stuff. Uh, When we weren't working, we'd talk about a lot of things. We'd actually talk about biology, obviously, but also all of our thoughts on this wild, wacky, terrifying world we live in. Um, Our friendship has developed over our love of learning together, which we continued even after I moved back to the States. Since then, I've learned that Dina is a really interesting person. And so, Dina, for the listeners, I have a few questions for you. Okay. Okay. Are you are you ready for the quiz? I'm ready about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> true or false? The United States government can't seem to figure out where Dina is from. <laughs> well, that one is true. So um,
0: Funny story, but I was actually born in Sevastopol, which is in the Crimea Peninsula. Um, And back then, it was actually still considered the USSR. Well, since then, the USSR fell apart. And first, it was given to Ukraine. And then, well, lately, was taken by Putin to be Russia. (laughs) Well, this is all very tragic. But actually, when you fill out official American paperwork, for example, for a visa, you need to state where you were born and they don't have the option of USSR. Um, So you need to say Ukraine or Russia. (laughs) And how confusing is that? Right. (laughs) Also for them. I mean, they also didn't know what to tell.
1: Yeah. Well, and to this day, you have yet to visit the United States. Is that correct? (laughs) Yeah, but I do have a visa though. <laughs> okay. All right. So one day you'll be able to come visit me. All right. So for sure. second question. If you're hiking with Dina and you get altitude sickness, Dina will, A, panic and leave you to fend for yourself, B, help you get better using her medical training, and C, this would never happen because Dina would never be caught dead hiking.
0: <laughs> well, definitely not C. Um, I'm not sure about that, (laughs) um, no, just kidding. Well, it's it's actually well that's that's based on a true story, right? But so yeah, the, the answer is B, right? Help you get better, hopefully. Yeah, thankfully, um, Dina is
1: very very well equipped I would say, in this area.
0: Yeah, so I'm I'm actually a paramedic. Uh, like I I used to work as a paramedic, and it is based on a true story. I did a hike on the in the Everest base camp and three passes in Nepal. In one of the uh, guest houses where we stayed, there was a local Nepali porter whose company flew him to this to this five thousand plus meters altitude without any proper acclimatization. So he had uh, an altitude sickness, and we actually treated him and helped to get him. Down like to a lower altitude in order for him to get better. And he is
1: better now. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Dina is chock full of stories like this, which is part of what makes her fun to have as a friend. Okay. Number three, where will you find Dina on the weekends? A, scaling a rock face. B, buying secondhand furniture. Or C, attending an indie music festival. Well... If I could,
0: all three answers were true. Um, (laughs) I love climbing and I love music festivals. And I actually also really enjoy buying secondhand, not just furniture, but secondhand in general. Unfortunately, in Israel, in weekends, most shops and stuff like that are closed, including secondhand. So, yeah, I guess secondhand is reserved for middle of the week but the other two I can do in the weekends.
1: Yes. And she does frequently. (laughs) All right. And the final question for you, which of the following are among Dina's superpowers a finding meaning in huge amounts of data B planning international travel around COVID-19 restrictions or C holding a handstand for over 30 seconds.
0: Oh, I wish it was C. Unfortunately, I cannot hold it for such a long time, but I am practicing. Um, I am a d- data scientist. So I guess A, hopefully I can find meaning in in different data sets. Um, she's being
1: modest. She She's very good at it. <laughs>
0: um, and regarding B, well, we did... Uh, this amazing trip a few months ago, which included Nepal, Maldives, and Bulgaria. And just let me tell you that the combination of the three wasn't planned ahead. I guess like COVID-19 had a lot to do with us changing destinations, but it ended up being amazing. Well, Manoshi, I think your turn is now. So I've also learned that Minoshi has many sides to her, uh, of which she only shows some. So for example, Manoshi, is it true that you can read faster than
1: you can run? Wow. I don't even know how to answer that question in part because I guess comparing running and reading speeds is just not quantitatively possible, but I will say that, um, uh, I I do read pretty quickly. Um there back in the day, there were a few years where I read over a hundred books a year, which was um, I don't know, I guess that's impressive to some. It's <laughs> very impressive. <laughs> but um yeah, so I do read pretty quickly. I do pride myself on being able to read uh to be able to skim long documents quickly. Um, which has come in handy in some of the projects we've done in the past. Sure. And then as far as running goes, uh, I, I would say I'm a, I'm a recreational distance runner. So I'm always trying to get faster.
0: Again, being so. modest, because while being in Israel, Manushi ran half
1: a marathon, right? In Jerusalem,
0: yeah, yeah. which is basically going up the entire time, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, those, those hills were terrible. Um, yeah. And then I also did a half marathon by the Dead Sea. Which right. Really right. Cool. Amazing. Um, Israel has some fantastic landscapes for running.
0: Yeah. That's, that's really nice though. I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> I've also learned that Manoshi has a really interesting meaning to her name. So Manoshi, would you care to tell the listeners more about it?
1: Yes, of course. Um, so I was born uh, in a in a city not too far from Chicago but my parents are of Indian origin specifically of uh, Bengali origin so uh, my grandparents are... Uh, they were from Bangladesh and then immigrated to India after the partition. And then my both of my parents were born in India slash Bangladesh. And so Manoshi um, is actually pronounced Manoshi, although no one actually says it that way. And Manoshi is a name of Bengali origin. That means someone you've always dreamed of. So um, Whoa. Yeah it uh it creates a a difficult standard to live up to but I think it also it's it's a nice it's a nice
0: meaning really nice. I mean, like compare it to mine, which was a character in the Bible with a very tragic story. I think it's much nicer to be called the way you are called. That's, that's really romantic even.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I will say my, my parents had a very particular bent towards names with these types of meanings because especially, um, Indian names often tend to be related to, um, specific gods and, um, my parents are more or less non-religious. And so. Well, Minoshi,
0: last question. Um, So, okay. Can you rate the following topics according to your interest level in them? And maybe give us a sentence of why. So one, sustainability. Two, people. Three, politics. Four, microbes. Five, fashion. And six, enormous pumpkins. (laughs)
1: Um, all right, I'll start with the the thing, the one that I'm that I care about the least, which is fashion. And I would say that there's a reason that this is an audio podcast <laughs> doesn't include video, because probably people would be appalled at what I'm wearing. Um, and that's okay. I don't really care very much. Um, Let's see, with regards to enormous pumpkins, that's a fairly recent interest of mine. Um, I, I went recently to a, a cool, enormous pumpkin competition uh, in Half Moon Bay. So I live in Northern California, and um, I saw a number of pumpkins that were over 2,000 pounds, which is uh, insane. That's that's crazy. Um, I saw
0: the pictures. That That's crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They required a forklift and seven... Seven sort of strong guys to help to help lift it up onto onto the stage. All right, my um, my more longstanding interests I would say are microbes, politics, and sustainability, and those kind of all go together. Um, for me, climate change is one of the most important problems of our generation, and I have long been fascinated by how we can use. Um, our knowledge of microbes, particularly bacteria and their metabolic functions in order to develop new technologies for sustainability and and climate change. Um, But I'm also interested in sort of politically um, why it is that we aren't moving faster than we are on climate change. And so, um, yeah, I'd say for me, those interests all go together and they're very high up on my list. But for me, frankly, my number one fascination in life, I believe, is people. <laughs> um, I love talking with people. I love hearing their stories. Um, I love learning about history and how people have thought about things in the past, how we're currently thinking about things and how we might think about things in the future. So, um, yeah, that's that's my number one. And I think that that's something that we explore a lot on this podcast as well.
0: That's true. and And I think you're a really good listener.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Um, Well, thank you. And in general, in the Formalized Curiosity podcast, you, listeners, gain a window into our attempts to put Zora Neale Hurston's principle into action. Each episode, you'll hear us poking and prodding in real time at some of the biggest issues facing our world today. Our research draws from books, documentaries, and interviews, which we dissect through in-depth, cross-cultural conversations. Our purpose is to understand the world around us just a little more each time.
1: Formalized curiosity is also an experiment in collective learning. Uh, Just as we learn together during our time in the lab, we believe that learning and the research it entails is best done together. And yet, faced with so many voices all entrenched in their own polarized beliefs, it's becoming harder and harder to hear and learn from others. So while we hope you learn something from us, we're just as excited to learn from
0: you. Are you ready to join us? Subscribe to Formalized Curiosity Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. And be sure to subscribe to our newsletter and stop at our discussion forums at formalizedcuriosity.substack.com.